And welcome into the roundtable. Here's Zach Strickland joining me along with Tony Mulvey. And uh, guys, I've got a four-year-old at home and uh, realizing that she's just learned that that age-old poem, uh, red means stop, green means go, yellow means... Slow? Go very slow, right? (laughs) Okay, of course, even you learn later, that means go very, very fast. But (laughs) nevertheless... um, Talking about yellow, uh, and uh, the news has come around this week, of course, is that they are, at least it's been reported, they're in, they're in tough financial situations. Trying to renegotiate with uh, with the unions. This is a 22,000 driver union uh, employment, employment base. Um, we're trying to make some changes, trying to get done, and all of a sudden now it looks like, from what the union is saying at least, that there's not enough money to get them to August at this particular point. Um, before we get into the finer points of this reaction to the news that you have heard it, uh, I'll let you go first, Mr. Strickland. Yeah, I, it, it's it's hard to discern reality here with the union reporting this. Like it's, I, I think uh, Sean O'Brien, the leader there, has had a little bit of posturing going on here in the recent months. We even talked about it, and I think they asked for uh, you know 100 percent of their line haul drivers to be in house, which is a terrible economic decision from an LTL <laughs> standpoint. And I, I'm not going to go into the details of why that is, but. Um, these, you know, there is a negotiation tactic going on in play right now. There's a psychological principle that you always ask for more than what you really want. And that just kind of sets the bar a little bit higher from the person that you're asking from. However, there's a flaw in the logic that you ask for something nonsensical and expect that bar to kind of (laughs) equally stay there. And I think this type of negotiation is a little outdated. Um, I think in years past, it, it it maybe worked, but now in the age of information and things like that, it's people can validate things. I used to get RFPs back in the day with target prices that were so far out of what I would consider rational that I would just put them right in the trash. <laughs> um, and I would tell the sales rep, I'm like, if they don't want to ask, if they don't want to negotiate on a rational level, like, I don't, we don't want to do business. And that's from a carrier standpoint that needed all the freight that they could get. (laughs) Uh, So the point there is that when you're asking for things and being very hyperbolic, there can be a contradictory effect. And then the, the real issue here is this, what he is saying is true. Mm -hmm. And yellow is in this level of financial trouble, which I I think looking at their financial history, there's a lot of validity there that they probably are with ORs above 100 most of the time. And now we're going into a freight market that is in significant decline and deterioration. Mm -hmm. Makes too much sense. Um, I don't know that August is the timeline, but it's, you know, to me, this is a it doesn't make any sense because if it's what he's saying is true, that means that he is bringing to the table and scaring away customers Mm -hmm. for a union trucking company. Yep. If yellow goes under, the union goes under (laughs) and they don't pop up somewhere else. We'll bring up that point here in just a second. (laughs) Let me get to uh, your, your impressions of it. Yeah. I mean, you start looking at it. It's isn't like he said, it is kind of posturing. I mean, you read through Todd Maid's article. I mean, they've lost, what, one third of their freight uh, or somewhere around that. So you're doing that in a awful market that really carriers don't have that much leverage. And now he's trying to leverage the carrier who has no leverage against his own customers. It doesn't seem like a a very wise decision at the moment because it's, they are under pressure. I mean, Zach alluded, you look at their ORs, 
they I mean they were you look at their losses per share over the course of time it it adds up you start looking at the share price and it's just in the seller it it's a it's a tough place that you're trying to bargain with a company that already has very little leverage and you're trying to leverage them for more ultimately it doesn't seem like a wise decision well, let's take a look at the kind of the finances. You brought this up a little bit, of course. You know, the uh, operating ratios, they're over 100. Uh, and we're again for first quarter of this past year. They did get a $700 million COVID payment uh, not too long ago, which, you know, not a, not a, not a huge amount when you're talking about 22,000 people and, and some of that money went to pensions there as well. Do you look at where they're at in terms of bad decisions that have just accumulated versus what is the what is the economy has given them at this particular point? Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot going on. On here, and I obviously don't have all the details of Yellow's yeah. business model, but it's, you know, that that money was given because they are such a big contributor to the Department of Defense, mm-hmm. and they are their government contractor, mm-hmm. <laughs> effectively. So it's, you know, that aspect was really there to kind of fund government activity. Yeah. It's, it's not, so it wasn't like some sort of like contribution to, you know, keeping them afloat mm-hmm. that it was maintenance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I don't think that that had a really, a solid effect or impact on them actually having a sustainable growth or anything like that. We, they had a market that was super hot. <laughs> they took some rate increases from my perspective, it sounds like, and especially their yields. Todd uh, alludes to the fact their yields had grown year over year mm-hmm. per shipment. And this is, that means they, and I know that they took some pretty significant rate increases towards the end of the pandemic era, as a lot of LTL providers did. Yep. It looks like you know, since their service has been under scrutiny for a decade now, Mm -hmm. um, that is also catching up because Old Dominion, top of the industry, can, you know, considered top of the industry in terms of service, can get away with some of these rate increases because they offer the service. Yep. Yellow, not offering the service, and if their network is in disarray, that means they can't really offer the service. And now, on top of that, you have internal strife. The union needs to... And yellow, at the same time, if they want to survive this, can't have public disputes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they are in the boat. You don't want to start shooting holes on the other side of the <laughs> boat. <laughs> like, you're there, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, you need to be careful with what you're doing. And it goes to what Sean O'Brien said, at least in the article. It says, sometimes a bad job isn't worth it anymore. Uh, that's, you know, they're getting, we call it posturing or not. But uh, wh- what do you look at when you see the situation? I mean, you hear that quote, and it's like... Uh, if you let this thing go under, these guys aren't going to ha- find union jobs somewhere else, right? Yeah, There's right. what? UPS, T-Force Freight. UPS doesn't have LTL anymore. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now it's under TFI, yeah. right? So <laughs> it's two major other union carriers. Mm-hmm. ArcBest, who just reached an agreement, mm-hmm. and T-Force. They're not going to be able to absorb 22,000 people. And they don't want market. that, right? <laughs> yeah. They, it, it's... So you're basically saying, hey, we're willing to let this thing go under and these people lose their job. But guess what? The union's going to take a hit with mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's one of those, you're in a position that you don't really have a bargaining chip and you're trying to have one. And it's like, to me, it's it's just ultimately if Yellow were to fail, somebody's going to buy the assets because the real estate and the trucks are still... They hold value, right? Right. They'll figure it out from there, but they don't want to deal with the union. So you're not going to get the union. These union employees are not going to find jobs unless they leave the union. And it's just, it's, while 
20 years ago, it was probably great. Now it, they put themselves on the back foot. Well, it seems to be the straw that broke the camel's back in terms of, again, these negotiations. Again, this is all public, not necessarily what we know about is going on privately, of course, is this letter that went out that uh, Yellow wanted to redo the labor agreement, which was going to be uh, uh, was going to be uh, March 31st to 2024 is when their next labor agreement had to be done by. They wanted to back that up to this year. And part of that agreement was going to be using a certain percentage of uh, workers at the ports. And that was a sticking point that the union said was not necessarily was not within the agreement. And that's why they're not going to bail out uh, Yellow at this particular point anymore. At this point now, uh, as you look at it, what's the cautionary tale that other carriers need to not do? What's the mistake that doesn't need to be made here? Well, they're not making an argument for uh, employing any kind of unionization. Yes, that's, <laughs> um, that's true. I, I mean, that's that's the obvious statement there, but also bureaucracy. Uh, I think bureaucracy at, at certain levels is extremely divisive mm-hmm. and, and can be toxic. Uh, you know, that's really what's happening is you've got two struggling leadership contingents here. Um, and that's that happens at a lot of companies. Uh, you have divisiveness within your organization. And if you can't get that unified, you know, saying, listen, we may disagree, but we need to move forward. And that's really the underlying theme here is that divisiveness can really sink ships fast. And, and what he's doing publicly here, all these customers reading, you know, these reports and hearing him talk like this they're going to go look for other providers today. Like, and that's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's going to just speed the deterioration. Yeah. I mean, ultimately like the one government, I mean, government contracts aside, it's outside of that. It's like, why would you stay with, as a customer, why would you stay with yellow in this instance? Because you're like, there's so much risk. It seems like there's too much risk involved. And when you think of, about what we just went through, like a lot of these companies will be risk averse. They don't mm-hmm. want to deal like the shipper from the shipper's perspective, especially now. Yeah. Why you don't want to take on this risk of because inevitably a market will turn like that. Mm-hmm. That happens. <laughs> it, it's a cyclical, cyclical market. It's not going to happen overnight and not likely anytime. It doesn't feel like it's happening anytime this year. But when it does turn, you still don't want to hold the risk. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be left holding the bag. Why would you not go find a provider that's going to offer the service, like an old Dominion, that, hey, it may cost you a little more now, but you're not risking later when you're really, uh, if something were to happen, that you're really now on the back foot because you're still going to have to move the freight and you have to go through all this cycle, the bid cycle. They need to just figure out how to survive another day. Like, how do they last through Mm -hmm. this period of time? And maybe Sean doesn't know anything about the freight market right now. Yeah. (laughs) It may not be his his role. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, ultimately, he's the union. He's the the leadership, but it, it, how much does he know about the boots on the ground? What's actually happening? Well, it's, there's that, that's the lesson in that yellow must go very slow, right? That's what they should be doing at least at this point in time. Guys, thanks so much for joining us for a roundtable. We'll take a short break and wrap up this edition of Freight Wage Now after this. 